Good evening. I think of a beginner's for today's discussion. In the name of our God, be praised. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for the grace to come and learn as of feet again. Pleasure be your name. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have a time out of our day to come and learn from you. Please be glorified. Please be magnified in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, please have your way. Father, Lord, please teach us. Open our understanding. Fill me with the Spirit of God. Let the Spirit of God fill me and remove every dirt in my heart. And I stand as hindrance to answer to prayers. Um, and I stand as hindrance to the filling of the Holy Spirit and the power of God from flowing through me in the name of Jesus. Father, fill me with the power of God. Take all the glory. Speak through me. Take charge at the end of this discussion. I want you to take all the glory that the Spirit of God go out and speak to the hearts of everyone, bringing them back to the side of God and giving us discernment to recognize the evil and to run away from the evils. In Jesus' name. Father, Lord, don't let me speak all of my own. Please speak through me. Please speak in the power of God. In Jesus' name, I've prayed. Amen. <laughs> I was really, really careful of my prayers. Like, am I really, am I really, really praying? <laughs> because I just did LinkedIn. And what I was saying, in fact, even me, I'm surprised. What am I saying? God have mercy. Why am I talking like this? So that was I was like, is this prayer really, really working? When I, when I kept on saying it, saying it, saying it. But I want to believe that God has answered. And God will take charge of my words. Because even what I said on that video, I was so scared myself. Normally, I'm not going to say things like that. I'm telling you. LinkedIn is for leadership discussion. And then I went into prayers. I went into cursing enemy of my progress. I went into calling some people house and... Ah, I wanted to stop. I'm like, why am I doing this? So that's why I'm like, God, this one to please take charge of my lips. So if if peradventure it was not even God that led me in that prayer, please lead me in this particular one so that I'll be able to speak things that you want me to say. I don't speak words of my own or words of flesh. Have mercy. Let the spirit of God flow through me. Remove all dirt that if the word of God or the spirit of God meets with this dirt, is going to go out causing harm on people. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse the world this dirt and let the word of God and the spirit of God as it will be flowing through me, let it go out to people to heal people. Let it be a blessing to people. Don't let it be a stumbling block. Take charge of my lips. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's the same way I prayed on that LinkedIn too. It was a long prayer. Opening long prayer. As I was doing like, ah. 
It's leading, you know, it's leadership. Why prayer like this? <laughs> and when I started talking, I was shocked of what I was saying. But I want to believe God wanted me to say it, number one. Then number two, you see, one thing about the word of God is you don't know which one that God is going to use for a particular person. It's not about talking too much. No. It's about saying the right words. I remember a time some years ago, a lady, she wanted to enter the university and she didn't get the admission on time. She failed it and I just said one word. I can't remember the particular thing I said. And she said that was the encouraging word that, that helped her through the situation. And the next day she got the admission and, and she has graduated now. Long years ago. <laughs> you understand? And there was another guy too one time. I just told him, uh, though we may not understand, and we know that God God is doing something. I can't remember the precise, but I was quoting a song of um, Don Moen. Though I may not understand all the plans he has for me, my life is in your hands, and to the eyes of faith, I can clearly see that God is good. So I don't know what, which of the lines I used, and the guy went back to write it on his Facebook then, and I knew that that word was really meant for him. You understand? So that is why, <clears throat> as children of God, or as ministers of the gospel, we must allow God to take charge of us through and through. Because even in your dressing, you might be preaching. In your words, a particular statement you say might just be what we speak to somebody. The tone of the voice might just be what God will use. So that is why we have to allow the Spirit of God in all aspects of our lives. So, what happened in what I said on LinkedIn? It might be that that one might just be what somebody needs. Because I said it there, I said, I was talking about don't lose your vision. Sorry that I'm bringing this here because <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing it is because it kept ringing on my mind that why did I say what I said? So, even if I want to do this live video and this podcast now, it will keep ringing. So I want to like, in case anybody comes across that video, I want to, I want to clear the air that, okay, this is what happened. And also to clear my conscience too. You see, I said it there, I was, we were talking about vision. So I made mention that even if you don't have support from your family, and then you have a vision, and I started mentioning that with just little push, a lot of people will find their family being the source of their greatness. With just a little push from the family, they are able to achieve greatness. And then you have a family where some people are always jealous of your greatness. When you say you want to achieve this, they come against it. They say, no, you cannot achieve it. So that's where this, the statement started from. And I started addressing my family. At least the ones we know that they can actually support me, but they chose not to, you know? 
and I started recalling all the times I suffered in Ukraine and they watched me suffer. You know, it's not the it's not the big amount that really matters sometimes. It's the care. It's the coming through at the last minute. It's the coming through when the person really needs it. That is what really makes it a help. Someone who has fed herself and doesn't need your money and then you now want to send money. What does the person want to use the money to do? But someone who is almost going homeless and asks you, please, can you get me something to pay my rent? And you give half or maybe you give everything. That help is coming at the right time. And to even make it more unacceptable. These people are my family members. So in the statement I said that helpers are going to be coming from far and near. No matter the vision you have, no matter how big it is, even if your family chooses not to support you, God will raise helpers from far, from people that don't know you. God will, let, me, let me personalize it or let me say us. God will raise helpers for us from people that don't know us. Let those that have money in our family, let them choose not to help us. The Lord will do it in his own way. That is how God works. They might choose to stand against us. You know there is one thing you are not even saying. You even say, they even say they don't want to support. There is another thing for them to now be coming against all your progress. That is two in one. And I, let, and I, and I said if my prayer should meet them as enemies of my progress, God should deal with them. I don't want to cause them, but to some extent, I cause them. As if my prayers meet them as enemies of progress to my life, enemies of my vision to be fulfilled, God should do to them evil. The pains I pass through, they should feel it. They should know what it means. And God should lift me up in such a way that they will be disgraced. So that is it. I'm saying it again. Oh my God, I've come again. You know? <laughs> I don't want to say this thing on, on, on podcast. I'm saying it again. I'm saying it again. God, is this from you or is it from my own mind? Okay, let me, let me think this way. When I started prayers today from Facebook, I started cursing the enemies of my progress. So I went to YouTube again. I cursed small. On YouTube, it was not plenty. Maybe because I didn't do it plenty on YouTube. That's why I went and do it on LinkedIn. <laughs> And I'm doing no podcast. Anybody that is so close, that is always looking for how to pull me down, that is always saying I will not progress, that is that someone himself or herself to enemies of my progress. You see my life not moving and you are capable to help me out to move, but you chose not. The Lord will deal with you. In the name of Jesus, those enemies that call themselves household. You know, when, when, even sometimes when people want to help you from outside, and they see enemies from outside, sometimes they, they, they do some step backs. You understand? That is to say that some helps I should have received, say, because there are enemies in the household, that is why I have not received them. May God deal with all of them. May God punish them. May fire of harrow of God, fire mixed with thunder of God, may it strike them down. In the name of Jesus. Ah, In the name of Jesus. 
I'm sorry, I spoke Yoruba. Maybe I should be praying now because I don't know why I'm doing prayer prayer on discussion channels. Let me control myself. I pray the blood of Jesus. I pray the blood of Jesus. I pray the blood of Jesus. Amen. But the one I've said, I wrote Romo. What I mean by I wrote Romo, it is it is done. In Jesus' name, amen. If I have to curse again as I go on, I will curse them. But let's continue. I want to believe it's God that is taking charge of me. That is deliverance. I need to have my deliverance. And they must not stop me again this time. If you don't go to them with um with enough is enough. They will keep doing it. Yes, that is why they always they always come in form of people that you respect, people that you care about, so that you will not want to fire them out. If it's your enemy now, the enemies of progress, yeah, you know that this one is my enemy. You fire them out immediately. But when it's coming like someone that is close to you, God fire them out. They have stopped me enough. They have watched me suffer enough. Enough. In Jesus' name, we have prayed in it. Uh-huh. Let's continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Our topic today is... um. Let me go and look for the topic again because... Because it's long. Okay. I think I'm remembering this month, month. The topic is... Church is a place you learn how to be able to stand on your own. So the Lord gave me a Bible passage. I thank God I can open Bible today. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Or 17 downwards. Okay, let's start from 15. 15 to 18. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. This is the promise of God. This is the word of God. What is that supposed to mean? It means that Jesus Christ, that we are all calling ourselves Christians, at least the meaning of Christians is followers of Jesus Christ, right? People that are doing the teachings of Jesus Christ, people that are using the name of Jesus Christ to pray in the name of, to the Father. Because God said, anything you can you shall ask in the name of Jesus. He said he will do it. You understand? So those are Christians. And this is the Jesus Christ now talking here, saying, I send you out. Oh. I send you out. Go and preach this gospel that I have taught you, all that I have taught you. And lo, I am with you always. Is it this place I say, lo, I am with you always? No, it's not this place. That's Matthew. Let's read that Matthew too. I didn't plan to read it, but let's read it because it's the word of God. Matthew chapter 28, verse um, 
verse. Okay, let's start from 18. I wanted to say 19 before. Let's start from 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You see, the teachings of Jesus are very clear. What There was a time that Jesus was telling some people, he said, I don't think I come to condemn the law. I come to fulfill the law. So what is that supposed to mean? It's supposed to mean that Jesus Christ didn't come to change the instructions of God in the Bible. He only came to fulfill them. So his teachings are out to fulfill these teachings, these commandments that God has even given the Israelites. You understand? All the teachings. And it's even in better forms now. You understand? Because in the olden days, they said, if your friend uh, offend you, if somebody slap you on the right cheek, slap him back, oh, a knife for a knife. If he removes one eye, remove the second eye. But Jesus said, if they slap you on, on right cheek, turn left. If somebody says, I want to, uh, please go with me, do something for me. He said, do, even do more. These are the teachings of Jesus. Only for today now, people want to do everything by force. They want to lie to you and collect your money. They want to do all sorts of things. They want to make you their servant. They want to make you their slaves. They want to make you their followers. They want to turn you to their sheep that is obedient to them every time. They want to turn themselves to your father, spiritual father. When Jesus said it's the author and the finisher of our faith. The disciples, when they went out, that is why you see them planting the gospel everywhere. And once they finish planting the gospel, they move to another place. And that is what God is asking us to do. Is this Christianity or this church thing, it's not for us to, to encamp people. It's for us to allow people to go out. And I thank God, even despite the fact that I am a church girl from childhood, I've never had this mind of, I want to stay in one place. You understand? I've always been an evangelist from childhood. When I mean evangelist, I mean all the doctrines of how to encamp people in the church. I, I don't obey the doctrines. I didn't even know that eventually God will be leading me out. I didn't take any of the doctrines that would not allow me to go out. I go out every time. You understand? When I mean I go out, I mean I don't stay in the church doing what they are doing and, and not able to mingle with other people. Maybe I don't even understand what I'm saying, Seth. You understand? I've always been an evangelist. Those teachings that will only make you to stay in the church. You know, there are some doctrines that are doctrines of the Bible, and there are some doctrines that will only keep you in the church. From childhood, I've known, I've known obeyed such doctrines. Any doctrine that will make you unnecessarily just staying in the church. The doctrine that is just matching the church alone, I've not taken it. So I always go out to evangelize in my school. I'm always an evangelist. I remember in primary school, I don't know what happened that day. 
when I was in final year. People just came to me and started asking me to pray for them. I started preaching to them, you know. That was in primary school. In secondary school too, because I attended two secondary schools. The first one, that was, I only read my GSS one there. People came to me and they started praying. Ah, he? Again, in um, my second secondary school, one time, those girls just came to me and started asking me to preach to them. Ah, you understand? And these people, they are not my church members. So from time, I've not always been the type that, that um, they always take the doctrine of the church and carry it on my head. No. So I've always been the doctrine of, the, of Jesus Christ I always carry on my head. So what am I saying? So I didn't even know that that is what Jesus Christ was talking about in the Bible. And you see, you are going to meet a lot of people. In short, I'm sending you out. I'm sending you out to go out there and start preaching to the whole world. Don't stay in one place. You have never been the kind of person that wants to stay in one place. I don't know how to do that. That place where there are sinners, that's where God always pushed me to. I don't know why. It's now that I'm beginning to understand. I don't know why I'm always interested in people that are sinners. Now I understand better that it's because God wants me to keep preaching, keep showing myself as light. If I've done a topic like that, let your light so shine before me on one of our podcasts. Maybe I've not shared it, but there's a topic like that. Let your light so shine. Everywhere, we are light. So it's not for us to just stay in the church and then just be uh, doing brothers, so, 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 and then very soon you start sinning with each other. No, I don't do all these things. All those extra meetings they do after church, I don't do it. Because I know my, my ministry is to go out there and preach the gospel. And how do I preach the gospel? By going out to them to tell them about the gospel, not staying in the church and misbehaving and doing secret sins. No, it's not right. That's not the gospel. So today, the Lord is teaching us again. I will remember when there was Pentecost uh, experience again in Asusa Street. That is where the, the gospel of Jesus Christ started again in the new time. The latter rain gospel. Even a lot of people are turning into something else now. People that received the Holy Spirit that day. They all went out to create uh, churches, you understand, with the power of God. That's why I, 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 that's what I noticed. The time I was praying, you know, after my fasting and I prayed and the power to continue to do all these things came upon me. And that's why many times I always want to have prayer sessions because I always feel another energy that will I mean, personal prayer sessions, that another energy of the power of God to push, to move out. So today God wants to change that illustration. The church is not a place for buying and selling. Those churches that you are going where they don't even teach you how to go out and be evangelists. Every child of God is an evangelist. You are only there to learn how to be an evangelist in your closet. That's one of this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Even in my secret corner at school, that, that's one thing. At home, at school, as play, 
A sunbeam, a sunbeam, Jesus wants me for a sunbeam. A sunbeam, a sunbeam, I'll be a sunbeam for him. Jesus wants me for a sunbeam to shine for him each day. In every way trying to please him at home, at school, at play. So that is the song. And that is the word of God. God wants us to shine bright everywhere. Not looking for how to just stay in the church. Just be enjoying coming to church morning, afternoon, night. The little you have heard, go out there, go and preach it. Go out there, go to people that are sinning. It's not that you will go and meet them and telling them you are a sinner. No. In your way of life with them. When they tell you to sin and you say no, you are preaching to them. I'm telling you. I've experienced it before. There was a time I, a man thought I was going to sleep with him. And I preached to him, you have wife, you have kids. The following morning, the man carried gospel music. He started playing it. What does that mean? He must have, he must have gotten the message of the gospel from what I said. You understand? At least that night, he didn't sin against God. You don't know there are times that somebody will sin against God, and that is where God will send judgment. Of course. That person I preach to, even though I'm always scared sometimes that why, why is it always difficult situations, difficult places, difficult people that I meet? Why can't I be meeting all these gospel people that already want to serve God? And God said, I'm, I'm sending you house. He said, Behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves. He said, Be ye wise as serpents and as gentle as dove. That is the gospel. So the gospel is not for one man to now be calling himself your father. God is our only father. Even Jesus Christ, when people were calling him the most holy one, he said, God is the only most holy one. So why will you now go and make man your, your Lord here on earth? Is the pastor that will tell you when should I go out? When should I do this? The, the prophets. You know, I, I listen to that program. But the reason why I'm still praying their prayers is I always, at least, I'm able to exercise my spiritual self in those prayers. But many of the things they are saying, <laughs> it's God that can help us. It's God that can help us to have the sunny spirit to recognize that it's not correct. When you want to just encamp people under you to just be serving you, is it that you are not preaching to them or what? Because if you are preaching to them, even from the second day of hearing that preaching, they want to go out too. They too, they want to preach the gospel. They want to evangelize, even though they may not have big church like you yet. But at least the, the Spirit of God is already in them. But people don't teach people how to have Spirit of God nowadays. They only teach them how to bring money to the church so that they can use it and make themselves fat. And we have discussed them. We have discussed that lesson. When we said they, they are only doing it for their stomach, if you still remember that topic. They are only doing it for their stomach. They are only... I can't remember how to quote it. Like They are only serving their stomach. They are serving their own belly. You understand? They are false prophets. This thing called false prophets is, is, is rampant today. And to make it more uh, confusing, they look like real. <coughs> when they say 10 things, maybe 5 of 10 things is looking like truth. 
The remaining five is all false. And that makes them false. So sometimes you will be wondering, is it really true? Is it really false? In Jesus' teachings, everything was true. There was none that was false. So many things that you will not know how you should do it. Ask the Holy Spirit. And the Bible also said, the scripture interprets scriptures. You will see it. God will just lead you to a particular part of the Bible that will explain it to you. As I was talking about the Spirit of God the other time, that once we, are, we allow the Spirit of God in our lives, everything, it might just be one statement, it might just be Amen, it might just be God bless you, and it will speak to the person that as if you have said the whole words in this world. And maybe a lot of people have been saying so many things, and it's not talking to them because that is not what they need. Or maybe the Holy Spirit is not leading them to hear from those people. And it's you that God wants to speak through, to, to say the exact things. You understand? You might just, it might just be a line that you have not even taken note of in the Word of God. And that would be what God will use to clear that confusion on your heart that this is the Word of God. I listened to a, a man that called himself pastor. He said, this, use your head now. This word of God, uh-uh. The Lord gave us brain now. We should use our heads to explain it now. No, you don't use the, your brain to explain the word of God. That brain can burst. It can burst into pieces. That is the worldly, the worldly teachings. It, it's not in God's teachings. If any pastor is telling you that, to use your head to explain the word of God. You are in a wrong church, yo. And they will do you evil, you know? Before somebody does you evil, you would have seen it. That, ah, this person is, is going there. So don't, don't, don't be, don't even go close to them. Before they now go, go and encamp you. And then it's now difficult for you to come out. And then they now say, bring your money every time. Somebody was commenting online just now when I read one post. He said she was giving her salary to RCCG for, for five years. Oh, now, nah, what are you eating? She has not replied. Maybe she'll reply later. You understand? That is, that is bondage. By the time you can't spend the money that God gave you. You know, I explained yesterday. I said I tried it. I tried to do all that sowing seed that they're talking about. I suffered for it. But that doesn't mean God is not still going to bless me. You understand? He will bless me back because I did it from a heart of giving. You understand? But I just say it to explain that that is if that can happen to me, even when I'm giving out of a cheerful heart, what about when they have forced you to do it? You will suffer for it, and then they will come to the God, to the altar to be saying testimony of somebody that gave in, in 1996. We are in 2024. You are testifying of somebody that gave our own money in 1996 and got it back. Why don't you talk about somebody that gave yesterday and got it back? Why can't it be at least 10 people or 20 people in the church so that we know that this thing is true? May God help us. May God open our understanding. Today is another day for God to speak to us and make us understand the truth of the gospel. You know, this truth of the gospel, people are not preaching it again. So I don't know how God will interpret it in people's hearts today. Look at this weak gray that died now. It's true that he was serving all his life. 
they went and do party as if they they as if we, they don't have human feelings that somebody that has been spending all this money in their church just died. You know? What is that supposed to mean? It means they were just taking all the money for their own selves. So all those uh, bring money so that uh, you can build church. It's all lies. It's just to encamp you. So you, as you have listened to this word of God, now you will see because the power of God is going out through it. The day you want to fall into such traps again, the Lord will remind you. You will quickly catch yourself and say, no, I will not fall into the trap. Because once you fall into the trap, they will, they will keep milking you. You understand? They will say, hey, money will be coming in, money will be coming in. But that is not God's gospel. God's gospel, Jesus' gospel is not uh, be giving money so that you can be having. Although the, 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 the Lord said, give so that I can rebuke the virus for your sake. It's true. But he didn't say, uh, give and be suffering. No. It's not the will of God. That's why God mentioned tent. Tight. You, you will not believe. Some people don't even give tight. They don't give out of their income. It's to remove the virus. And he said, I will open the windows of heaven. This is the instruction of God. God didn't have extra labor on us. It's this pastor that are adding extra labor. So may God help us. May God open our understanding. As this word has gone out, may God let it become life in us. In Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today's discussion. We return all glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, Lord, take all the glory. Help us. Give us the sounding spirit. Don't let the spirit of God leave us. Have your way. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm trying to... I'm trying to put it off. Oh, Nisha.